0: السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسل لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم اهدي قلبي وسد لساني وصل سخيمة قلبي آمين رب العالمين page number forty إن شاء we will do lesson number Twice. Twenty-three. First, the translation. Everybody say "Aruudu Billah." Ya Ayuha al al-ladīna amanu <amoto> kulu min <bookvine> tayybati ma razzquna kum lillāhi in. كنتم we all إياه تعبدون إنما حرّم عليكم الميتة والدم ولحم الخنزير وما أهل لغير الله فمن قطر غير باغي ولا عاد فلا اسم عليه ان الله غفور رحيم ان الذين يكتمون ما انزل الله من الكتاب ويشترون به ثمنا قليلا اولئك ما ياكلون في بطونهم الا النار ولا يكلمهم الله يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِّيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أَلِيمٌ أُولَئِكَ أَلَّذِينَ اشتروا الضَّلَالَةَ بِالْهُدَى وَالْعَذَابَ بِالْمَغْفِرَةَ فَمَا أَصْبَرَهُمْ The next one also. has made ala al-nari dhalika bi-anna Allah nazzala al-kitab bil-haqq wa-innah all ikhtalafu fi al-kitab la-fi Ba'idin okay. We're going to listen to the recitation Quietly
1: Ya ayyuhalladhina <laughs> amanu kuloo min tayyibatima razaqnaakum wa shkuruu lillahi wa shkuruu in kuntum iyyahu ta'budun وبيَشْتَرُونَ بِهِ ثَمَنًا قَلِيلًا أولئك, أُولَئِكَ مَا يَأْكُلُونَ فِي بُطُونِهِم إِلَّا النَّارَ وَلَا يُكَلِّمُهُمُ اللَّهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَلَا يُزَكِّيهِمْ وَلَهُمْ عَذَابٌ أليم أولئك الذين اشتروا الضلالات بالهدا والعذاب بالمرفه فما أصبرهم على النار ذلك بأن الله نزل الكتاب بالحق وإن الذين اختلفوا في الكتاب لفي شقاق بعيد
0: verse number 172
1: Allah subhanahu
0: wa ta'ala says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu o you who have believed o oh people of faith o oh people who have iman then a command is given but look at the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is addressing us ya ayyuhalladhina amanu o people who have believed You see, there are many ways to describe a person. There are many ways to call a person. You can call them by their name, you can call them by their title, you can call them by the state they are in, or the group that they belong to, or the country that they're from, the work that they do, their profession. There are many ways in which you can call a person, in which you can get their attention. And if you think about it, you as a human being have many qualities. Or there is many things that describe you. Your gender, your age, your race, your family, or your school, your country. You have many qualities. Isn't it so? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions which quality? The quality of iman. That all you people who have iman. What does this mean? that the command that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us over here is deeply connected with our iman. It is deeply connected with our faith. So this means that if we really want to complete and perfect our faith, if we really want to express our faith, if we really want to show that we are true to our faith, then we have to do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us over here. And what is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us over here? Kulu. All of you should eat. Eat. Eat what? Of course, food. Kulu is from the root akala, hamza kaf, lam. Alright? And akl is to eat. So kulu, this is a command that is being given to the believers. That all oh, believers you should eat. But you should eat what? Min طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقُنَاكُمْ Eat of the طَيِّبَات that we have provided you. طَيِّبَات is the plural of the word طَيِّبَة. And it's from the root طَيَّابَة. And طَيِّبَة or طَيِّب, طَيِّب is the male version, طَيِّبَة is the feminine version. The word means something that is or an object, a thing that is good. So something that is good. But how do you describe what is good? I mean, everybody has their own version of good, isn't it? Like for example, you say that some food is really good. And then another person says that that same food is horrible. Your mom tells you, eat this, it's good for you. And you're like, no, it's not good for me. I find it spicy, I find it oily, I don't find it delicious. Some people define good as delicious. And some people define good as what is beneficial for your body. Isn't it? Like I remember once I got the cereal, it was supposed to be really good for you. And I was like, oh my God, what on earth is this? When I started eating it, I felt like I was eating wood. Really, wood chips. That's what it tasted like. No flavor, nothing at all. Dry, bland, no flavor at all. That's not what you expect out of a cereal. But it's supposed to be good and then there is other foods out there which feel very good in the mouth but then what happens when you swallow it when it goes inside it doesn't do good to you right so what is good is it what i define as good or what you define as good what exactly is good well let's look at the meaning of the word tayyib tayyib is something that is good why because it's clean it's the opposite of habis. خبيث. خَبِيث is something that's impure and dirty. So what would tayyib be? Good and clean. Now, what does it mean by clean again? Clean is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala declares as clean. Right? And what does clean mean then? That first and foremost, it is lawful. So I want you to write this down in your notes for tayyib. طيب. Tayyibat means what? Lawful foods. Because what is unlawful cannot be clean. What Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden us to eat cannot be clean. What is stolen is not clean. You understand? Ta'yyib means what is lawful. And how is something lawful for us? How is something lawful? It's lawful in two ways. First of all, that in and of itself, it's a food that Allah has allowed us to eat. It's it's not a food item that Allah has forbidden us to eat. Can you give me an example of some food that Allah has forbidden us from eating? Okay, pork, for example. So, that's not tayyib. Because it's not halal. You understand? So tayyib is what? That which is halal. And halal is what? What Allah has allowed us to eat. And secondly... Halal is what is lawful in the manner that you acquired it. Meaning you did not acquire it through wrong ways. So for example, if there is halal chicken burger being sold at a halal chicken burger place, but you go place the order and then as soon as you get the burger, you just run away. You don't pay for it. You say it's halal chicken from a halal chicken place. Is it halal? Is it halal for you? It's not halal for you because you stole it. So for example, if you go to a grocery store and nobody really is watching and you go from aisle to aisle and then, you know, you're looking for something fun to eat. And then you find a food item that's not halal because it's got pork in it. You leave it. And then you find a box of cookies which is halal. You read the ingredients, technically it's halal. So then you're like, okay, let me just have some here. And you open up the package and you start munching on them. Hmm? You start munching on them. Is that really halal for you? Is it tayyib for you? No. So remember, tayyib means halal. And halal means what is lawful in itself and also lawful in the manner that you got it. Lawful in the manner that you got that food. So this is the first meaning of the word tayyib, that which is clean and lawful, opposite of khabiz. Now tayyib is also what is good for you. Okay, Tayyib is also what is good for you. In the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, رِيحٌ tayyibah For ships that are sailing, they need رِيحٌ tayyibah Ships with sails need wind that is blowing in their favor. Not wind that is blowing against their favor. So رِيحٌ tayyibah is wind that is blowing in your favor, meaning in the direction that you want it to blow in. So that you can go faster. So then, food that is Tayyib is what kind of food? What kind of food? That's good for you, for your body. It's going to help you and it's going to make you grow stronger. It's going to heal you. It's not going to break down your body. It's not going to harm your body. It's not going to damage your body. Are there foods that are good for us? And foods that are not good for us? Are there? Can you give me an example? Of a food item that's good for you. So for example, fruits and vegetables because they have lots of vitamins that we all need. Okay, that's playib food, alright? Okay, so for instance, dairy, that's also good for you. What else? Okay, meat also, alright? Eggs also, MashaAllah, you guys know what to eat. Okay, tell me about foods that are not good for you that don't do you good. Okay, so for example, processed foods. Alright, I remember when somebody said in a workshop, that food that is coming from a factory, is not as good for you as the food that is coming from the farm. One food item is coming from a farm. Like for example, vegetable, fruit, grain, meat, dairy, etc., but then there's another food which is coming from a factory. Meaning it was made, it was processed, it was put together in some factory. So there's a huge difference between the two. So can you give me some examples of foods that are from factories that are not really good for you? Go ahead. Candy. Candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. What else? Yeah. Fruit loops. Ah. Okay. What else? Yes. Okay, chips, Coke, okay, yeah, cereals, go ahead, cookies, okay, so you guys know this stuff, right? Now, we all know this stuff, that okay, some foods are good for me, some foods are not good for me. Now, who tells you to eat what's good for you? Who? Okay, your gym and health teachers, who else? Maybe if you have a personal trainer, they advise you to eat properly. They've given you a menu, they've given you what to eat and what not to eat. Who else tells you to watch your diet, to watch your food? Your doctor. If you have a health condition, or if you want to take your health seriously, your doctor will advise you to eat with care. Right? Your parents will tell you to eat with care. So the point is, that every random person doesn't tell you what to eat or what not to eat. It's people who really care about you that tell you to eat properly. Now, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, Kulu min Tayyibati ma All oh believers, eat good things that we have given you. What does this mean? Does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala care about us? Does He care about us? Tell me, yes or no? Yes. yes. He cares about us. He cares about our health. He cares about our well-being. This is why He's telling the believers, eat of the good things that we have provided you. Now all the food that we have available to us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided it to us. Yes, we go buy it with our money. Yes, we may grow it in our farms. But all of these are means through which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has provided us food. And He has given us a variety of foods. But he's commanding us to choose what is best for us, what is good for us. And you know what this means? This means that if we eat carefully, if we eat good things, then even that would be an act of worship. What would it be? An act of worship. Which means that if you are careful and you make sure that you have some fruit today, so you go home and you're hungry, and there's an apple on the counter in the kitchen, and there's also a bag of chips, and you choose the apple, because you're like, I should eat Tayyib food. You know what? You actually get rewarded for eating well. You actually get rewarded for eating good things. كُلُوا مِن Tayyibati مَا رزقناكم. Eat good things. Don't eat garbage. Don't eat stuff that's bad for you. Don't eat things that will affect your health. Don't eat things that will make you sick. Why? Because when you don't eat properly, what happens to you? It affects your body. And when your body is not doing well, can you do stuff? Can you get your work done? No. Let me give you an example. Some people what they like to do is they're like, you know what, I'm going to eat healthy and so I'm going to starve myself. I'm not going to eat much. So they go hungry and then when they start eating, they eat like a whole lot of carbs and a whole lot of heavy food and then they get itis. Meaning like they're not able to do anything, they feel sick and heavy and they're just falling on the couch and then they have to watch some TV and then they have to have some coke to wash down all that food. I mean, what are you going to do after eating all that heavy food? What strength will you have to do anything? If you deprive your body of good nutrition, you are depriving yourself. You're not just depriving your stomach. You're actually depriving your entire self. Of what? You're not going to be able to do anything? You're not going to be able to stay productive. You're not going to be able to have fun because eventually your body is going to start breaking down. So, كُلُوا bati ma O believers, eat of the good things that we have given you. So what this means is that eating good foods is obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, for instance, for some people, eating may be very difficult. Eating may be very difficult. They may have a certain condition because of which they find eating difficult. They don't enjoy eating like people do. Even in that state, making yourself eat what's good for you. And it may be very hard for you. But you do it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You do it in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Like for example, if somebody has an eating disorder, and this is real. Eating disorders are real. If somebody has an eating disorder, they find it difficult to eat food. Remember at that time, you're eating. Why? Because Allah says, kulu. You understand? Allah is saying, kulu. So if Allah is commanding me to eat, and I eat what's good for me, I'm obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, كُلُوا مِن طَيِّبَاتِ مَا رَزَقْنَاكُمْ And then after eating, what should you do? washkuru لِلَّهِ Do shukr, be grateful, show gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Meaning, when you eat, also be thankful to the one who gave you that food. Don't just eat and eat and eat and forget. No, eat and be grateful. And remember shukr, gratitude, how is it expressed? What is gratefulness? It's a feeling that you have in your heart. Remember the three levels of shukr, I want you to write them down. Shukr firstly is where? An emotion in the heart. So you feel happy for the fact that Allah blessed you with something you ate and something you enjoyed, something that felt so good. You know, for example, people who love coffee or people who love tea. Like what happens to them when they get their cup of coffee or their perfect cup of tea? I mean, that enjoyment is just, it's very different. You know, when you're really hot, you're outside. Maybe you've been out in the heat of the summer in Wonderland all day. And then you finally get that ice cream or you finally get that drink or you finally get that funnel cake or whatever it is. That first bite, that first sip, how does it feel? How does it feel? Mm, like you don't even know how to describe it. It's just too good. So when you have that feeling, remind yourself, this is a blessing from who? From who? Allah Azza wa So feel happy in your heart that Allah gave that to you. Allah gave you the ability to enjoy it. وَاشْكُرُوا don't just eat and gobble up all that food and you know drink all that coffee and drink all that juice or whatever it is quickly greedily and then wonder what can i have next feel the blessing that allah has given you experience that emotion so shukr begins with the emotion secondly shukr also includes verbal expression so don't just feel it say it express it with words. How can you express shukr with words? How can you express gratitude with words? Gratitude to Allah. So for example you say, Alhamdulillah. What else can you say? The dua after eating. So, be grateful to Allah. Express that gratitude. And express that gratitude not just in the way of dua, But also in your language, in your conversation. You know, for example, every time we eat something, we like to talk about that food. Some people, they just love talking about food. hmm? The food that they're eating. So they'll say, oh, it's pretty good. Actually, you know what? Uh, The salt, the spice, the oil, the vegetables, the meat, the this, the that, you know, and they have something to say. Don't be so picky. Like, what's the big deal? Is it the first and last time that you're eating this food? Or eating food? Will you get hungry again? Will you get food again, inshallah? So then why is it that every meal has to be perfect in every way? We have become so obsessed with food, that food has to be perfect in every way. Every meal it has to look perfect, it has to taste perfect, it has to smell perfect. I mean, this obsession with food is not healthy. So, washkurulillah When you talk about food, talk in positive terms. Be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the third way of shukr is, how? Through your actions. Through your actions. How? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you happy by giving you this food. He gave you satisfaction by providing you this food. Now you make Allah happy by doing some good deeds. واشكروا لِلَّهِ Don't just eat and sit on the couch and watch TV. Eat and do something. وَاشْكُرُوا Food is supposed to be a source of energy. Food is supposed to be fuel. That's the number one function of food. It's supposed to be fuel for your body. But what have we done? We eat for different reasons. We eat for the purpose of getting happier. And so we overeat or we eat what's not good for us as long as it's pleasing at the tongue. And then as a result of that, we're not really able to do anything. You know, for instance, think of a person who's got a car. And then one person uses their car for transportation. So what do they do? They regularly put fuel in it or they charge it, depending on what kind of a car it is, right? So now imagine a person who's got a car and their entire focus is on making their car look fancy, okay? The other day we were driving somewhere and we looked to the side and we saw a Batmobile, Yeah, I mean, a guy had basically converted his car into a Batmobile. It looked so cool, but I felt so bad for the poor driver. He was driving so slowly. Because the road was kind of bumpy and his car was so low. And it was so big and so awkward, right? That everybody was having a good time staring at the car. But that car, I don't know, it didn't feel like it had the ability to move fast, to drive fast. It looked fancy, looked cool. But I don't know if it would be practical to use that car on a daily basis. This is what we've done with food. We eat what's enjoyable and we don't care about the repercussions. We don't care about the result. We just care about how we feel in our mouth. How the food tastes in our mouths. That's it. So, وَاشْكُرُوا lillah Eat... And be grateful to Allah means eat and do something in your life. And we cannot do something if we're not eating properly. So in kuntum iyyahu if it is only Him that you worship. You say in your salah iyyaka wa iyyaka Oh Allah, you alone we worship. Allah tells us over here if you really worship only Allah, then Eat and do shukr. Eat, fuel your body, and then do something. So we need to really check ourselves that in one day, for example, in my 18 awake hours, right, 18 hour day in which I was awake, what exactly did I do? How much time went into eating and recovering from that eating? And how much time went into really doing something? When we wake up in the morning, what's the first thing on many people's minds? Food. I know that a lot of you don't care about breakfast. But that's what you're told, right? Eat, eat, eat. Okay, so then what happens when you're in your car or in your bus? You have to have something with you. Some kind of snack, some kind of drink. It's a long drive, let's get a coffee, let's get an ice cap, let's get a this, let's get a that. When we go anywhere for fun... What do we take with us? Food. When we go anywhere to do something, what's our greatest concern? Is there any halal restaurants? Is there any subway there? Like, what are we going to eat? It's become our greatest obsession almost. Food is supposed to be a means, not a goal in life. Who's our goal? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is our goal. And food is a means that will help us reach that goal but we have made food our goal so we'll watch you know taste made and things like that over and over taste made tasty food network whatever then we'll watch recipes and etc i mean fine but we're kind of too much obsessed with it we watch food we survey food we research food And we eat food. I mean, we're taught to fast. But even fasting even, we have made about what? Food. Isn't it? The whole point of fasting is to stay away from food. But we have made Ramadan about food. What's for suhoor? What's for iftar? Isn't it? That's what we're obsessed about. So think beyond food. Alright? It doesn't mean that don't eat. No, eat. Kulu. But everything within moderation is good. The Prophet ﷺ said that O oh people, Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is good and He accepts only what is good. And Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala commanded the believers as he commanded the messengers by saying that Ya Ayyuharusul Kulu Minat Tayyibat wa saliha. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told his messengers that O oh Messengers Eat good things and do righteous work. And the same command Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling the believers over here that all believers eat good things and be grateful to Allah. Murad bin Jabal said that the Prophet ﷺ once held his hand and he said, By Allah, O oh Mu'adh, I love you. You really matter. And then he said, I will give you some advice. Never leave to recite this dua after every salah meaning after every salah say this dua which dua it's in your book page 41 Allahumma a'inni 'ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa that oh Allah you help me to remember you to be grateful to you and to worship you in a beautiful manner did you write this down hmm Three things. Help me to remember you. Help me to be grateful to you. And help me to worship you in the best manner.